Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This morning, COVID vaccine investigation. A woman dies after getting the jab. Health authorities now left scrambling. Royal Rift, William and Harry won't walk side by side at their grandfather's funeral. Preparations ramp up to farewell Prince Philip. 70,000 new jobs. Australia's recession recovery hailed a miracle. And cyclone survivors, the new plan to save Cal Barry from an asbestos threat. This is Seven News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. A 48-year-old woman has died after receiving a COVID vaccine. Health authorities are this morning scrambling to work out if her vaccination is linked to the clots and her death. The Prime Minister says he's not being drawn on any conclusions on this particular case just yet. I think it's important um, because of the fact that people can have concerns that we follow that that important process to inform ourselves properly, to allow um, those medical experts to do, uh, make their inquiries. It's understood the woman who was diabetic received the jab a day after health advice changed for people under 50 getting the AstraZeneca vaccine. Health authorities haven't confirmed which vaccine she received. In a controversial move, Princes William and Harry will not stand together when they farewell their grandfather, Prince Philip, as more details of the Duke's funeral are released. Let's go live to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld in Windsor. Hugh, the Queen has approved the arrangements. Eddie, she has, and those arrangements will do nothing to put to bed the very public nature of the rift between the two brothers who will now be split up during the ceremonial part of proceedings on the day of their grandfather's funeral, including the procession as Prince Philip's coffin is driven to the chapel. In the lineup behind the coffin will be Princess Anne, Prince Charles, Edward and Andrew, followed by William and Harry, but they will be separated by their cousin, Peter Phillips. Now, we've been told by Buckingham Palace they're not going to be drawn into perceptions of drama, and this is considered the least worst-case scenario. The guest list, as expected, includes the Queen, who will have to sit by herself on the day of the funeral, considering COVID regulations, along with her children, grandchildren, their spouses, plus the, th the Queen's three cousins, plus representatives from Prince Philip's family. Now, they are his German relatives, mainly the descendants of his sisters who married into German nobility. 
We've also been given our first look too at the customised Land Rover Prince Philip spent 16 years designing to carry his coffin, a nod to the practical nature of the man and the fact that he was a ranger with the Windsor Great Park. Insignia will be placed on cushions at the altar inside the chapel as well and that will include his knighthood from the Order of Australia. Earlier today, Charles and Camilla inspected flowers at Marlborough House. They've been left at royal palaces around the country and have been laid out in a carpet on the lawns inside the Commonwealth's headquarters there. A similar thing will happen here at Windsor on the day of the funeral with the floral tributes that have been left here at Windsor Castle being laid out on the lawns inside the walls of the castle itself. It's one of the very few ways that the public will be involved on Saturday for Prince Philip's funeral. Eddie. Yeah, thank you very much, Hugh. There are grave fears for a boatie missing in Moreton Bay off Brisbane. A search will resume for a second morning looking for any sign of 26-year-old Trent Riley who disappeared after going fishing on Wednesday. His family and friends are still holding out hope he may be alive. More Australians are now back in work than before the COVID pandemic hit and as our economy recovers, the Prime Minister has flagged a plan to allow Aussies to finally travel overseas. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott. Morning, Rob. Our economy is bouncing back quite quickly. Yes, it definitely is, Eddie, with some business leaders describing the jobs bounce back as miraculous. The jobs market is actually growing twice as fast as anyone anticipated, pushing the unemployment rate down to 5.6% in March, with 70,000 new positions created. The jobless rate itself fell in all mainland states except Victoria, with New South Wales at 5.4%, Queensland 5.9%, South Australia 6.3%, and WA just 4.3%, with most of the new work last month going to women. And as the economy strengthens, the Prime Minister is looking to the future, specifically when we will be allowed to travel internationally again, revealing he has tasked his medical experts to come up with a plan that would allow Australians to head off overseas for essential reasons to begin with, such as for business, medical procedures or family funerals, and then skip hotel quarantine on their return, instead spending 14 days at home, saying if we just lifted the international borders completely and allowed mass travel to resume, then we would likely see 1,000 COVID cases a week here. Eddie. Thank you very much, Rob. A man has been arrested following a lengthy siege in Sydney's southwest. A 35-year-old was allegedly wielding a machete at Caramar, threatening police. He entered a unit where a woman was inside and remained there for more than nine hours. Tactical police stormed the property last night and arrested him. He's been taken to hospital for minor injuries. A Melbourne family is pleading for help to find the killers of a 17-year-old boy. Jason Langens was stabbed in the head with a screwdriver by gate crashes when he tried to break up a fight at a friend's birthday party. I never got a chance to say goodbye, no. How do you feel about that? I'm devastated. My heart is broken. Homicide detectives are hunting for three people involved in the attack. Residents of a small tourist town in Western Australia could be at risk from asbestos now after Cyclone Serosia. 70% of Calbarri's buildings were damaged in that storm. A quarter of those contain asbestos. Authorities have now sprayed a special chemical agent around town to try and bind the fibres together to reduce the risk. 
A Sydney dance troupe has hit out at the ABC for failing to apologise to them after a heavily edited video of their performance at the launch of a new Navy ship. The public broadcaster issued an apology to the Governor-General and Navy chiefs for implying they watched the risque routine when they weren't actually in attendance. Admitting this was incorrect, the video should not have been edited in that way. The dancers of the 101 Dole Squadron have now written to the ABC requesting a direct apology. A Melbourne childcare centre will reopen today as authorities try to solve a medical mystery that saw several children struck down with a rash and fever. Parents were told a drink was possibly to blame for the temporary symptoms. The centre has since been deep cleaned. The last remaining Australian troops in Afghanistan will finally return home after a 20-year war. Prime Minister Morrison held back tears as he read out the names of the 41 Australian soldiers who have died in battle. These brave Australians are amongst our greatest ever who have served in the name of freedom. 80 Australian soldiers return on September the 11th in line with the withdrawal of US troops. They say eyes are the window to the soul, but soon they could also help detect deadly disease. Groundbreaking Australian research that's uncovered how a simple eye scan could reveal a wide range of neurological and cardiovascular conditions. In 2013, Michael Wiseman noticed his handwriting was changing. Gradually gets smaller and smaller till it was tiny and I just about needed a, a magnifying glass to read it. His body started moving strangely. He had no idea why. Until three years later, a diagnosis. It was Parkinson's. It actually was a relief to get a diagnosis, to know that I wasn't just going crazy. <laughs> Neurological disorders typically take time to develop and diagnose, but through this groundbreaking research, they'll soon be detected in minutes with a quick and simple eye test. Basically, you can scan the nerves at the back of someone's eyes. You can see in very high detail, in very great resolution, um, if there are any changes. Measuring neurological deterioration with one of the world's most powerful magnifying glasses. The hope is that uh, we can detect this disease way in advance. With potential to pick up Alzheimer's, schizophrenia and even autism. And while this tech is being fine-tuned... For close to $30, you can get your eyes tested at Bupa. Their machines are able to detect heart issues from high blood pressure to diabetes. The new AI technology allows us to run the photograph through a system and kind of compares the eye health of the patient to the database. Our eyes now windows to our hearts and minds. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Big time surfing returns to Sydney today and so does one of Sydney's favourite surfing sons. For the first time in 24 years, Narrabeen Beach will host a leg of the World Surf League where triple world champion Mick Fanning will make a one-off comeback. The Northern Beaches, picture perfect, luring board riders of all shapes and ages, even a camera shy 39-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, look, it was just a challenge. Three years retired, Mick Fanning is back as a wild card. While the host of this weekend's classic, Narrabeen, is back as Sydney's surfing mecca. Narrabeen always had this aura about it as like, you've got to go and perform at Narrabeen just to uh, hold up with the big dogs. These days, those dogs are the boys from Brazil. Felipe Toledo, two-time world champ Gabriel Medina and current world champ Italo Ferreira. My biggest inspiration is Mick Fanny. Uh, I grew up watching him surfing. This is no easy comeback. In his first heat, Fanning takes on Ferreira. And if you thought fighting off a shark was hard, becoming a father last year 
even harder. Everyone tells you that becoming a dad's like the best thing ever and I was like I get to go surfing and then as soon as Xander came out I was just like no this is a whole different level. The pandemic has helped the break known affectionately as Northy become a big time surfing venue once again. The last time a world title event was held here in Narrabeen was way back in 1997 and won by none other than 11 time world champion Kelly Slater. You want to teach the young punks something, maybe? <laughs> They're teaching me a lot, so uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just stoked to be back. Mel McLaughlin, 7 News. going to be a big weekend. Checking finance news for now. The Dow Jones has hit an all-time high. Here's a live shot right now. The index earlier topped 34,000 points for the first time. That was Koshi's response, by the way. US markets boosted by a positive economic outlook. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei rebounded. Hong Kong's Hang Seng dipped. It was another strong day for the All Lords and also the ASX 200 as well. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,767 US dollars an ounce, or at least 63 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.55 US cents, 84 Japanese yen, and a dollar eight New Zealand. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The police officer accused of killing George Floyd, sparking the global Black Lives Matter movement, will use his constitutional right to stay silent in fear of self-incrimination. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woyward. David, it's the first time we've heard Derek Chauvin speak. Good morning, Eddie. Yes, this is the first time that Derek Chauvin has actually used his voice in this trial and he's effectively used it to say uh, that he will be not saying anything further. The former Minneapolis police officer has invoked his Fifth Amendment, telling the court he understood that he had the right to testify, but that he wouldn't. Had he spoken, it would have been the first time we'd have heard his side of the story on the day that George Floyd died. Now, it's essentially put an end to this trial. The defence today after just two days of testimony, this Derek Chauvin speaking in court earlier today. Have you made a decision uh, today whether you intend to testify or whether you intend to invoke your Fifth Amendment privilege? Uh, I will invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege today. Derek Chauvin there. The case is now adjourned until next week when those closing arguments will start on Monday, Eddie. Thank you, David. Police have been ambushed while chasing armed men in the US. They came across the vehicle after it crashed, but one suspect was waiting for them. The man was killed by return fire while his accomplice is now in jail. Three officers were injured. 
Anti-coup protesters in Myanmar have boycotted celebrating the country's traditional New Year with a candlelight procession. More than 100 demonstrators marched through the streets of Darwei. They were urging people not to hold any celebrations, saying it would be disrespectful to enjoy the festival. 715 people have been killed since the forced military takeover. A milk truck has crashed into a river in Wales, spilling its contents and turning the water white. Locals watched on as the milky water flowed over a small dam and into the river. No marine life has been affected, but authorities say it could have been a catastrophe if it was a hotter day. Australia's Queen of Fashion, Carla Zampatti, has been laid to rest with a state funeral in Sydney. Family, dignitaries and famous faces attended the service to pay their respects. Zampatti designs were dotted throughout the church. Her youngest daughter said her mother would have called it the best dressed funeral she'd ever attended. To Sports News Now in Richmond, have powered past St Kilda in an 86-point thumping at Marvel Stadium. The Saints led by a point at quarter time and dominated in the second, but failed to capitalise on their chances. The reigning Premiers went on to crunch the Saints in the second half to snap their two-game losing streak. The Panthers have survived a scare by last year's wooden spooners, the Broncos, to remain unbeaten this season. The Broncos dominated most of the match until a two-point field goal by Nathan Cleary inspired a Panthers comeback in the dying minutes. Cleary, assisted by Jerome Luai, then sealed the win with a try, finishing 20-12. The Sydney Kings were without three key players, but it didn't matter as they upset South East Melbourne last night. Second-year next star, Didi Lazada, starred with 28 points and eight rebounds. Phoenix fought back, minimising a 21-point lead in the third quarter. The Kings withstood them to win 97-90. New South Wales has made a poor start to the Sheffield Shield final against Queensland. The Blues crumbled to 143 on day one and their pain continued onto the field. The Bulls finished the day 85 runs behind. In the IPL, Steve Smith was benched. His Delhi Capitals went down by three wickets to the Rajasthan Royals. Novak Djokovic has been knocked out of the Monte Carlo Masters going down to Britain's Dan Evans in straight sets. It'd be one to tell um, you know, the kids and grandkids that he's beat the world number one. It's a nice one. Pretty good brag. It's the world number one's first loss since November. Tomorrow's $4 million Queen Elizabeth Stakes at Randwick Racecourse is shaping up as one of the biggest races of the year. Chris Waller's star mare, Very Elegant, had her final hit out yesterday ahead of her return bout with English star Adabe. Cox Plate winner Sir Dragonette and All-Star Mile winner Mugatu are also serious contenders. Day two of the championships will be live on and free on 7. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, cold front is generating strong winds, showers and highland snow in Tasmania, along with brisk winds and showers in southern Victoria. Troughs are drawing warm winds across New South Wales and also triggering patchy rain in the odd storm in South Australia, Central Australia and also throughout the northern tropics. A high is clearing in southern WA. Around the capital, sunny in Brisbane, a top of 29 degrees. Sydney, a clearing shower and 22 degrees there. Canberra, sunny in 19. Cloudy in Melbourne, 16 degrees. Also 16 in Hobart, mostly sunny there today. Adelaide, mostly sunny in 21 degrees. Mostly cloudy and 27 in Perth. And up in the top end, Darwin, a clearing shower and 33 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 16th of April, 2021. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.